0: opposite parts of the country and we're inviting you to listen in on our conversations about everything from money and manifesting to dating and big life changes.
1: We'll offer two different perspectives to help you navigate whatever it is you're going through
0: because we've likely been there, done that, or are going through it too.
1: Whether you have a sister or not, you'll either relate or feel like you do as you listen in each week to new episodes. So
0: welcome to Go Call Your Sister. Let's have some guys welcome
1: to our third episode of go call your sister we are so excited to have you guys listening in with us today
0: bird Ally, today is the day i'm so pumped for this episode the minute we decided that we were going to do a podcast i told bird that we had to have an episode talking about energy and i cannot wait for you guys to listen to this
1: yes let me rephrase the intro welcome to ali's dream podcast This is her day to shine. Allie, why don't you tell us what we'll be talking about today?
0: So today's episode is all about energy, not the energy to go work out or go for a run, but the energetic vibrations that you're constantly absorbing and giving out every single day. We are talking to Yvonne Constantio. She is a holistic healer, Reiki practitioner, acupuncturist, and co-founder of the Nashville Center for Alternative Therapy. She is amazing. I've been to see her and – I'm just so excited to talk about this because I just think that people don't understand that energy is everywhere. We are made of energy, our thoughts, emotions, feelings, or energy, and whatever our vibration is, that's what we attract into our lives. And I just think this conversation is so fascinating, and I'm so glad Yvonne came on.
1: You know what else you attract into your life? What? Your sister's interests. (laughs) Anything
0: your sister is interested in,
1: you by default also become interested in because you're going to hear about it all of the time. So Allie is so passionate about energy, holistic healing, um, everything in that realm. So kind of because of her, I've myself gotten interested in it. She will share with me the cool things she does, like Reiki, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Allie, can you tell everyone listening, so if you're like me, you might not even understand what Reiki is. You're probably listening, like, what are they talking about? What is, I've never heard of Reiki. That was me literally just a few months ago before Ali shared it with me. Ali, what would you say Reiki is for everyone listening?
0: So, Reiki is an energetic healing practice that works in your body. There are different chakras in your body where your emotions are housed, and sometimes these get blocked. And so Reiki helps move the energy through your body, and it's just so fascinating. And it's kind of like a massage and the fact that you lay on a table, like a massage table, but they don't really touch you. They kind of just work a little bit above you. They are mostly just moving the energy above you and through your body, and it's just such a cool experience. I actually – I had known about Reiki for a while, and I just felt called to go like earlier this fall in September. I was just coming off of being around a lot of negativity and stress, and I just felt really off. I just didn't feel like myself. I felt very heavy in a way. And so I heard about Avon. I heard that she was the best in Nashville, and I'm so glad I went to her because, you know, as soon as I got off of her table, I just felt so much lighter, and I just really felt that, that blockage open up, and she is amazing at what she does.
1: Yeah. I myself have done Reiki. So when Allie went in September, she called me and told me all about it. And I was like, wow, that's so interesting. And I didn't really understand anything about Reiki. I'd never really heard of it even. Um, I kind of watched a few videos, listened to some podcasts, but I went into it with a really open mind. So obviously um, I had to find someone in Hawaii who does it. Which wasn't super hard because everyone in Hawaii is really into, you know, holistic healing energy type things. And so I got on Yelp and I looked up Reiki healers near me or something like that. And I read through all the reviews um, and I found Sheree with Manawa Energy in Oahu, which is alternative and holistic health service. So I made an appointment with her really just going off of curiosity um, after what Ali shared with me. It sounded really interesting. And something that could probably benefit my life, you know, we always want to be in good energy. We always want to have our energy in check. So I made an appointment, didn't really know what to expect, and it was so great. If anything, it was just the most relaxing 45 minutes. You just kind of lay there, you focus in on yourself, you don't think about other things. And it was really great, and I was so happy that I went. And then in the spirit of this episode, I decided to go back this Monday. So Avon kind of talks about when to go to Reiki, or like who should go, but she said you kind of feel like called to go or you, your body will kind of tell you, but kind of funny that I was, came home the other day after Allie, and I decided to do this episode and I opened my fanny pack. Well, I actually dropped it and the card from Cherie fell out of it and I picked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, like we're about to do a Reiki episode. I haven't been since September. Maybe I should go see her again, like in the spirit of our energy episode. So I went on Monday and it was really great because, you know, me and Allie talked about last week, we both kind of felt like we were in ruts a little bit, which thankfully got out of that. Um, had such a better week, but I made an appointment to go on Monday and it was great. I felt really, it, I just felt really um, freeing and kind of got me ready to go home. I'm about to
0: have a big change. So mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I love? Tell me. That we are recording this episode on 11.11. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Angel number. I think we're going to do an episode. We're going to do another episode soon about, you know, crystals and angel numbers and everything. Um, But that's so true. I feel like when you when you are in tune with your energy and like the the world around you is so magnetic, you start seeing things
0: like angel numbers and Mm
1: -hmm. things just weird
0: things happen. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm so glad that I got you into this with me. And, you know, dad always makes fun of us and calls us the woo-woo girls whenever the we woo talking about energy. The woo-woo girls coming live today on today's podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think that it's just so interesting and more people really should tune into their energy. And I think that, it's just important
1: in general as a person to be in touch with your energy and in tune with your body. And um, I think moving out here, that's one of the biggest realizations I've ever made. And when you are in tune with your body, that's when your life becomes so magnetic and you start attracting these things. And I don't know, when you get the energy flowing, you really start seeing major changes in your life. So I am very grateful that
0: Allie introduced me to the world of energy. And now I am here today. Welcome. Um, No, but yeah, I mean, it is so true. Like your energy attracts the people around you, the experiences you have, the opportunities that open up for you. And so I think it's so important to protect your energy and especially from negative people, negative situations, and just like making sure that you're checking in with yourself. You know, how are you feeling looking at, you know, the situations that you're in and how that makes you feel, the people you're around and how that makes you feel, just really taking a hard look at those things. And I've actually um, been doing a course on Inside Timer about manifesting and energy and vibration and just raising your vibration. And, you know, it's impossible to live at high vibration all the time. But when you can start recognizing when you start feeling those emotions that are on the lower end of the vibrational scale, you can really check back in and say, hey, I'm, I'm not sinking to this level or I'm not going to let myself feel that way. I'm going to raise my vibration. And there's so many just things you can do. Just, you know, Avon talks about moving and sounds you can listen to and just, you know, what you eat, happy music, what you watch, what you read, like everything impacts your energy. And, you know, I think we just have to protect it and and, and be in tune with it. Yeah, and I think that it's interesting
1: because people always say, you know, oh, I'm not into the energy stuff, like I'm not into the the crystal stuff. But think about it like this: what do people? What's like a common thing you hear? You know, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself by, or like your thoughts or your actions, or you know, thoughts become things. That is energy work. That is energy work that you're doing in your life. So you're mm-hmm. just not really realizing it. So I think that energy work and holistic healing is way more around us and present in our day to day lives than we think it is. And I think just kind of breaking down that misconception that's kind of like a you know hippie idea, like mindset,
0: it really just applies to so many things in life. So I think it's just about having an open mind and just learning about the world at a different level and yourself. Totally
1: agree. So if you are kind of curious about how you can start implementing like energy work in your life, this is episode for you. And we're just really excited to have you guys listening. We're so grateful to have Yvonne on here today. She had so much insight and so much valuable information
0: about energy healing. I learned so much today. Before we kick it off to the interview, Bird, tell me um what are your highs and lows of the week? Okay. Highs and lows of the week. Let's see. So my
1: high – okay. Actually – I'll start with my low, of course. My low of the week is just the fact that I'm leaving tomorrow. I had to pack today, pack up all my things, pack up Exosar car, travel, um, have to take my business home for the holidays, but had to pack up everything today to get ready to leave tomorrow. And I'm just really sad about it. I think it's kind of crazy. I was talking about this on my Instagram story today, but when I moved to Hawaii, I was so anxious about the move and I was just like, you know, I'm going to go do this for me. I'm going to go grow. Like, just let's just do it. And I was so anxious. I was like almost thinking, okay, I just make it to November, make it to November. That was before I even got out here, you know, and still in Oxford, thinking about when I get to leave. And now that it's come time to leave and go home for a few weeks for the holidays, I'm so sad. Like just having to tell my friends bye, having to tell our apartment bye for a little bit, um, just that change. And I, but I'm so grateful in a way for that to be my low because that just means I've had such a good experience out here and I've just met. The most amazing people. So my lows definitely been just getting ready to leave. Um, it's always sad. And then my high would be all the friend time that I've had this week. I've spent a lot of time with my friends um, because I'm getting ready to leave. We've just done a lot of fun, you know, girls nights, girls beach days that has been really fun. And um, just my excitement for going to California tomorrow for the concert that we talked about last week. So a lot of highs this week, um, lows, just having to leave. But yeah, what about you, Al?
0: Okay, um, so Milo is definitely dealing with this Wi-Fi right now. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: Allie's currently living in her low right now.
0: <laughs> this is it. Welcome to my low. Um, no, I had to do some major energy clearing before we hopped on this because I went to throw we had some wifi issues. my laptop across the room. Um, no, I'm in Oxford right now um, at mom and dad's house, and their Wi Fi is awful. But that's okay.
1: guys, this has been an ongoing. This has been an ongoing battle in our lives for years. Years. We always have Wi-Fi issues at home and our poor dad, I think is going to lose years off of his life trying to deal with our Wi-Fi complications. We've had, our house has been struck by lightning, not one time, not two times, three separate times our Wi-Fi router has been struck by lightning. Our Wi-Fi always has issues. And poor Ally just over there trying to have a great podcast about how about energy and positive energy, and we've just had a lot of technical <laughs> issues.
0: My so was not if great. you hear any
1: weird. Yeah, if you hear any weird cutouts during this, uh, that's why. But um, yeah, sorry about I that. I mean, I even
0: got on my hotspot on my phone at one point. It was desperate times. Um, but yeah, I really don't understand it, I guess. And it's not even like they live in the middle of nowhere. They live in the middle of Oxford, like in the city. And my dad is constantly <laughs> trying to improve our Wi-Fi. Um, so... Yeah, that's definitely my home right now is dealing with it. But you know what? We, I think we're on the up and up. So fingers crossed. Yeah,
1: a little knock on some wood real quick. We just get a little, there we go. Okay.
0: Um okay but my high was so I'm actually in Oxford because I came down for the Accelerate conference hosted by Innovate Mississippi I talked about it last week Primp my beauty startup was selected as one of 11 Mississippi based companies to present at this conference um it's only held once a year and Innovate is an organization that works with tech startups here in Mississippi, and our company is based in Mississippi because my partner lives here. So we got to go and talk about Primp, and it was just really cool to see the response. We had a lot of interest, and so it was also really cool to be around other people that are creating really cool, interesting businesses and just, I don't know, something about being around creative, innovative people and thinkers. It just makes you be more creative and innovative and i think it's, it's
1: so contagious
0: yeah it really for is sure. It's so contagious it really is so that was um that was just a really great experience and i came out of that just super encouraged and more driven than ever to continue to build and grow prim
1: i'm so proud of you and for you know starting prim it's something that you're so passionate about and um i was talking about on my instagram today it's something that i use in my day-to-day life all the time so it's really proud of prim for that um Well,
0: before my Wi-Fi goes out again.
1: Yeah, we're so excited for you guys to get to learn a little bit more about energy healing and what it is, especially if you're someone like me who might not be as familiar. So we are so excited to welcome
0: Yvonne to the podcast today. Okay, so I listened to another podcast you did, and I'm so curious – Tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming a holistic healer. I know at some point you studied monkeys, which is so cool, and we want to hear all about it.
2: Well, okay, I graduated. My undergraduate degree is in anthropology with a focus in primatology. Primatology is the study of apes and monkeys. So I, um, after graduation, I just went out Um, in the field and did various jobs in the field. So I've worked with chimps that knew sign language. I've worked with spider monkeys in Costa Rica. I've taken care of over 400 uh, Japanese snow macaques and baboons and vervet monkeys at a sanctuary in Texas. (laughs) Um, So that was something that was super fulfilling and very um, wonderful. And it was an incredible experience. But after about 10 years of doing that, I decided I wanted to do something else that was, first of all, that would make money because following <laughs> monkeys in the forest doesn't pay you. Um, and I also wanted something to offer people. So I did a lot of, um, well, I honestly, I did a lot of praying to figure out what my next step was. And also sort of kind of took a look around my house and realized that all of my books were about holistic health and holistic healing. And so that gave me a big clue of like, hey, you actually really like this. Why don't you um, maybe consider getting into a holistic healing of some sort? And that brought me back to when I was waiting tables, I was waiting tables with a co-worker who was going to acupuncture school at the time, and I was having stomach issues back then and a little bit of depression. And so he asked me to come into the student clinic, and he felt that acupuncture would be helpful for me with my stomach and my depression. So I gave it a shot and gave it a try, and he was right. It helped so much. I got so much better. So that's how I ended up being an acupuncturist. I love acupuncture. I started doing that, I guess, last year. Yeah, it's pretty magical. Um, It's been really rewarding and also kind of crazy that, you know, for I think it's been 12 or 13 years now, when I think about what I do on a day-to-day basis of I put these tiny needles into someone's body and it helps them. (laughs) It's just kind of crazy. It's just kind of weird. So tell us a little bit
0: about the Nashville Center for Alternative Therapy. Um, I, I know you said you're from Austin. And how did
2: you, what was your journey to Nashville? And what do you guys offer there? Nashville was not on my radar at all. I ended up here because I was dating someone at the time who was working on the show Nashville. So, I prepared myself to move here. I got my license, which cost a lot of money, and did all the things I needed to do to have a job here lined up and all of that. And then we broke up. (laughs) As it always
0: happens.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in between the first and second season, we broke up. So, she was back in Austin and And I was prepared to move to Nashville. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm still going to move. So I moved to Nashville knowing maybe three people here. And it was great. I mean, it's been the best move I've ever... It was the best decision I ever made because everything opened up for me here. So yeah, that's how I ended up here. And then I met my partner, Ramona Reed. And we both had always wanted to open up a center where we could have a sort of a cohort or a collaboration of several practitioners doing different things under one roof. And that's what we created at Nashville Center for Alternative Therapy.
1: For our listeners who may not know, could you give a little overview about Reiki and you know what it is, how it works? Because for me, Allie called me, she told me kind of about her experience, but I was still really curious and I tried to read things and listen to podcasts and everything before I went, but it is kind of an unknown type of healing that I think isn't as prominent. So what would you kind of describe that as?
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The main thing you're working with is vibration and frequency in the energy field. And everything is vibration. I mean, everything, everything is vibration. You are you exist as vibration and frequency your emotions are vibration and frequency your the food you eat you know um the sounds you hear the plants the the animals like every single thing in our world is exist based on frequency and mm-hmm. vibration so energy work is really just it's, it's a way of uh directing activating strengthening clearing moving energy in the body. And what I find really interesting about my, my energy work is that it continues to evolve. So the more you work with energy, the more will be revealed to you. And the more um, information just begins to present itself to you. And I love that about energy work because every single day is like a brand new experience. And I love to hear people's experience, you know, um, after they get up off the table and they tell me what they felt and what they heard or what they saw. Mm -hmm. Um, That to me is like the coolest part. I love hearing what people experience.
0: That was so cool after my session because you, I remember you saying that mine, that you felt so calm after mine, and it was peaceful, and that sometimes you feel drained after it. Um, mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I remember you saying that when you were doing mine, you kept seeing purple flowers, and that was crazy because I saw that. Yeah, and I didn't even tell yeah. you
1: that. Yeah, that actually, when when I did Reiki the first time, I also saw purple, and so I thought that was really. Really interesting as well and um, how that kind of tied in with Allie's Reiki healing. So if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm learning more about Reiki. I've never heard about this. What What kind of person would you suggest to seek out Reiki? So would you say, you know, it's good for anyone to do in their life or maybe if you're struggling with something?
2: Yeah. Well, yes, it is for everyone and anyone. Um, not only to receive, but to, to have the ability to do and give. Anyone can do this. Um, as far as receiving it, I mean, anytime I, f- I feel when you are called to do, well, anything, but when you're called to do Reiki or energy work, then that is a message to follow especially because what's opening up within you is calling for some type of healing. And if that's the one that's calling you, then I always, well, and with any message, I feel it's important to, to follow. And I have a lot of people coming in right now being like, I've never done this before, but for some reason, it's been sort of like in the background of something I think I should do. And I'm finally here. And that's incredible. I love that. And so anyone who feels called to get energy work should follow that calling because I, what's happening is, I think is the body is, is requesting now for you to participate in a type of healing and an opening for yourself. And it does help with any sorts of clearing of blockages or, um, strengthening your energy. It also has a way of providing information to you about something you may be unclear about, maybe. So if you're struggling with something, and that's Mm -hmm. why I always like to ask my clients to start off with an intention before we walk in. So we're both on the same page, but the body and the energy field are aware specifically about what you would like guidance on. And that will come up in many ways, but it's interesting how it comes up around the different energy centers. So emotions are another thing that carry frequency and your energy centers carry a certain type of frequency. Your bodies and your tissues, your organs, everything carries a frequency. So when you're doing energy work, what's really interesting is that, well, for me, I'll be able to pick up the information of that frequency, where it's being held, and what it wants to communicate. And and again, as I said, like this type of work evolves all the time. I didn't start off with this type of ability. You know what I mean? So it's so fun and also uh, fascinating to be able to communicate with your energy field and your body and the messages that it's holding and I guess what I, I, I kind of got off of your question, it kind of went down a different road, but coming, coming back to, you know, is it good for someone who's struggling with something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. Yes.
0: I um that's so interesting that you said i w- I was actually going to ask you if this is something have you always been attuned with energy or is this something that was learned?
2: yeah, um, I think that I've always been very sensitive to energy, especially as a little girl and and growing up, I just didn't know exactly what it was, and it was also something that I think society sort of um tries to condition out of you in many ways. Like, I was very sensitive, I could feel energy, and very um shy for some time. And that was because energies felt very overwhelming to me. You know, and a lot of times people would be like, Oh, you're too sensitive, you know, get over it, whatever, you know. So there's a lot of like, programming that I had to sort of Deprogram for myself and be like, this is, this is who I am. (laughs) And this is actually a, a gift of mine. And it's not something to suppress. And it's not something to ignore or dismiss or, you know, pretend isn't there or be embarrassed about or, um, you know, something's wrong with me. Now, you know, since I've been able to sort of cultivate this, it's just become more and more powerful. As, as I started to learn about energy by, through acupuncture, that was sort of my first step into working with energies and touching bodies and feeling the energy of bodies and the meridians and the channels in the body. That's when I became more interested in like, okay, I want to check out what Reiki is and start doing some energy work and seeing if that's something I could do.
1: I just think it's great um, what you said as a child you kind of felt like it was maybe different or you're more in tune, but it was a little suppressed. I think that that's such a good thing to remember for all of us. Like we all have these gifts and sometimes you think it's just kind of like something that you don't understand and when you start to tune into it, it can grow. So I think that's a really great story to hear how it kind of started as a child and grew into what you do now.
0: Yeah. I love that too. It's, you know, sometimes what society – Tells you is your weakness, or that you think is your weakness, can actually be your greatest strength. Yep, exactly. Um, well, going back to what you said earlier about people coming in for the first time, feeling called to check it out and see what Reiki is all about—that's you know what happened to me. I had heard about it um, for a while, and then all of a sudden, I had just been around a lot of negativity and just felt really off, like. Kind of hard to explain how I was feeling. I just didn't feel like my normal self. Um, and I came in there and I didn't really know what to expect either. I didn't know if it was going to be like a massage or what it was going to be like. And it's really not like you, you don't even really touch someone when you do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so
0: interesting to me. You just work with their energy.
2: Yeah. I mean, the only time I touch someone is their feet at the beginning. Um, I'd like to cup the heels and hold on to you for a second, just so that I can introduce my energy, we can kind of, you know, I you introduce your energy to me. It's like an introduction. That's my introduction. I, 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 and every all the energy, all energy workers receive information differently, and they do things differently. But to me, that's something that I Again, it was just sort of like I feel called to hold people's feet when when I first start. And so I just followed that. Um, And that works for me. Uh, I I get a lot of information when I hold the feet right off the bat. But yeah, most of the time I'm not touching people unless I'm called to for some reason. But most of the time I'm not. I don't need to touch you.
0: Well, what are some practical ways that our listeners can tap into their own energy? I I'm a firm believer in, you know, what you said about everything being energy. That's so fascinating to me. And I think that we can tap into our own energy and just wanted to get your take on how we can do that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that the most important thing is intention, listening and feeling so um we are so busy. I mean, well, since the la- the last two couple years, maybe not. You know, we had some we had a chance with COVID to to slow down a bit, but for the most part I think that we are overstimulated in our society with social media and TV and, you know, working and hustle hustle. So I think that tapping into your energy requires you to have a little bit of stillness. give yourself some space and time to be quiet, to breathe. Um, and, and just check in with your emotional state. Check in with your body. How's your body feeling? Where's the tension you know in your body in this moment when you're sitting there? Just you know having a little check-in. Um, how am I breathing? how does my heart feel? You know, these are, these are ways to tap in with your energy field. And it's not complicated. It just takes time, a little bit of time mm-hmm. and an intention. That's all it really takes. That
1: is so true. I feel like, especially in society today, we don't take enough time to be intentional with our ourselves and our minds. And it almost seems kind of wrong to slow down and and give yourself a little break and just kind of, you know, meditate things like that. So I do think that's really important. So another question that we had is how can you tell when your energy is out of alignment and what are some ways to get it back in check? Allie and I both kind of went through a little bit of a rut, you know, a few weeks back. And I think you can tell when you're off, but what is a way that you would say that you can kind of get yourself back in tune?
2: Well, There are lots of ways to get yourself back in tune. And and a lot of times, um, when your energy is imbalanced or out of alignment, so to speak, um, it'll show up in a variety of ways. And that can be, um, like we discussed earlier, it can be emotional, it can be physical. It can be spiritual. It can be mental. And like I said earlier, everything is vibration. So the best way to get yourself back into alignment is by using vibration. So that can come through sound. Sound is really healing. There's all types of different healing frequencies. Um, you can hum to create a vibration within yourself. And there are different seed sounds, they're called seed sounds, that vibrate at a certain frequency to heal certain energy centers that match the frequency of that energy center so that you can bring that into coherence and balance. Um, you can use color, really, because color is also a frequency. And they all, you know, they all match all the frequencies of your energy centers, your chakras, match the color of, you know, the frequency that that matches that, that energy center. Um, Mm -hmm. so there are so many ways you can even eat food that will help balance a certain energy center because that food carries the same frequency of that as that energy center. So grounding Mm -hmm. foods will help your root chakra, you know, um, eating foods that are red, which would help your root chakra because the color of your root chakra is red. What else? I mean, breathing, breath work, being still, like we said, yoga, tai chi, this type of stuff, qigong, meditation, dancing, movement, you know, it's really important to move energy in the body, especially when you are aware that it's stagnant and something's off. Or if you're feeling anxious about something that just happened or you know, you just had a difficult conversation or something scared you, moving it and shaking your body is so important. Moving the energy out so that it doesn't sit in your tissues and create an imbalance, you know, something bigger down the road. So there's lots of ways. yeah, Yeah, totally.
0: I mean, that's why I always feel better after something stressful or something. I don't know. I'm just off. I always go for a run or just try to exercise or something just to get that energy flowing. That's great. Yeah. So, if we are about to go into a situation with negative people, or, you know, there's someone around us that has negative energy and we can immediately tell, what is something that we can do to protect our energy?
2: Hmm. Okay. So, this is something I practice often being an empath <laughs> um, and sure. sensitive Listen to up. energy. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I, I'm the same way.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, it's so easy to get swallowed up by other people's energy, especially in crowded spaces or big, you know, big, big events or places where there's just a lot of people. So one of the things that I've learned to do is to create an energy bubble, so to speak, uh, that's filled with this gold and white light. And this really works for me. And the thing about this is before I was, you know, before I had intention to do this. I would walk into a space and and sort of shrink. I would shrink because the energy outside of myself was so overwhelming that that I thought I in order to protect myself I would have to get smaller, you know, and sh- and sort of shrink my energy. But what I found is that it's much more effective if you um actually expand your energy field out instead of allowing the external energy to shrink yours. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and our energy fields in general, they expand at least 50 feet, at least, all around us in every direction. So we're bumping into other people's energy (laughs) all the time. (laughs) We're, yeah, we're like over, we're infusing with each other, let's say all the time. So to create this great big bubble around yourself will really protect your energy. And uh, as far as like dealing with, you know, negative people or negative emotions around you, I'm not somebody who is going to point the finger at someone else. That's, that's something where i kind of want to take accountability for how am i creating this relationship or how am i create what's my part in this interaction maybe or what stories am i telling about them that might be having them react in a way to me that is negative you know like there's always sort of um an internal introspection I have when it comes to dealing with people who I perceive as negative, mm-hmm. because there is sort of like a responsibility, I think, on looking at yourself before you blame someone else about the experience you're having, mm-hmm. I guess
0: oh, Do you yeah, know what I mean? for sure wow, that's really good perspective,
1: yeah, I've never really looked at it that way.
2: So tell us something that you're excited
1: about
0: right now.
2: Okay. I'm super excited about uh, a nonprofit that my partner and I are currently building in New Mexico and it's called the frequency center. Um, And it is going to be a healing, uh, intentional healing meditation, sanctuary and retreat center. And it's in Abiquiu, New Mexico, which is about 45 minutes from Santa Fe and Forty-five minutes from Taos, and it's in the middle of the desert, and it's beautiful. And it's about ten minutes from Ghost Ranch, which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ghost Ranch, but it it's uh, it was Georgia O'Keefe's home. A beautiful, beautiful environment, and so excited to just have this sanctuary available to people to come and be in group meditation, um, with a focus on our hearts, really um, a focus on opening ourselves to this greater human potential that we carry within us and love and peace and just having this be a place where people can come to do what we said, like come back to themselves and center themselves and align themselves. and tune into their own energy, and do it in a way that isn't about me or my partner leading the meditation, because it's not about us. It's about cultivating and activating that energy and that life force within you. And so that's what I'm super excited about right now. Wow,
1: that is so amazing. So when are you guys like when, planning? When can
2: we come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like Ali, sign us up right now.
2: Yeah, it'll probably be at least two or three more years. I mean, it's literally just land right now. Um, uh, we're heading there on Monday to spend three weeks to start, you know, the very beginnings of how do we get electricity out here or how do we get water out here? <laughs> um so yeah, it it's super exciting. Well, that's
1: amazing. That's something that now we can be excited about as well. So we can look forward to our, <laughs> to our stay or our visit. So that's so amazing.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to have you all there.
1: So something that we like to do each episode is ask ourselves or people that we interview, what is a mantra that you are currently living by?
2: You know, I, I was thinking about this just before I came on, and I was like, "Do I have a mantra that I'm using right now?" And the, and this might not be what you were looking for, but it's totally 100% what I do every day. Um, so I I have uh, my my ethnic background is there is some Native American in me, and it's Quahutika, and is what it's called, and they have a song. It's called Water is Everything. It's a song that they sing in in the Quahutekan language. And it's yana, yana, yo, yana, yo, yo, yo. And I use it every single day after doing energy work. I cleanse my hands and I cleanse my arms and I cleanse the energy of that session off of me with, you know, the tap water. But this song... Is sort of um, I feel like it activates the water to be a purifier, you know, for cleansing my cleansing that energy off of me and out of off of my body, and you know, clearing me so that I don't take on everyone's energy throughout the day. But that yana yana yo yana yo 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 is it means water is everything. Well, water is life. Water is everything. Everything. Everything.
0: I mean, yeah, that must be a lot of energy to take on seeing people all day long. Mm-hmm. Wow. It
2: can be draining. You have to be very, very intentional with your boundaries.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine.
1: And I think that's so interesting. I love hearing about other people's mantras for that exact reason. We all have a special you know, kind of thing that we do in our day-to-day life. So I really like that that's kind of what you do because so I was thinking how – Exhausting it most or emotionally exhausting to carry all that energy. So, just being able to cleanse it that's that's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us.
2: Yeah, you're welcome.
1: So, something else that we really like to do each episode is a would you rather question. We like to end it with this. So, we come up with a unique would you rather for each episode, and today's would you rather is. Would you rather have the name of the last book you read or the name of the last movie you watched tattooed on your body?
2: Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think of what the last book I read. I have so many books that I'm reading at the same time. So
1: you would have a sleeve. You would have to have a sleeve.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, What what was my last book? Oh, Moxa in Motion. Okay. So that's pretty good. Moxa is a type of therapy in acupuncture, by the way. So Moxa in motion. Um, And then the last movie. Hmm. What was the last movie I saw? I feel like it's been forever since I saw a movie. I definitely haven't been in a theater in a while. (laughs) I'm drawing a blank. So I guess it's going to have to be Moxa in motion (laughs) (laughs) tattoo.
1: I like, I like that though. I think, I think that would be a great tattoo. I think that would be really awesome. Um, I was telling Allie, the last movie I watched was Shutter Island. So I would either have Shutter Island or, um, the last book I read was this subtle art of not giving a fuck. Oh, that's a good one too. (laughs) That's a great book, but, um, I don't know if I would want that tattoo on me. <laughs> maybe I would. Maybe I would. So I think I would have to go with. I don't know. That's really hard. Maybe. Maybe that because I think it'd be a good reminder, and I, I think that book is so great. So I think I might go with yeah. the book tattoo. Yeah,
2: that's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's bold.
1: Yeah, it would be. A, it would definitely be a
0: bold tattoo. Um. Okay. The last movie I watched was When Harry Met Sally. So that would be a strange (laughs) tattoo to get. Um, But the last book I read was called Anxious for Nothing. And I loved it. And I think that would actually be a great tattoo to have.
1: Oh, I agree. I think that would be Mm -hmm.
0: awesome.
1: Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. I think this was so informational, especially for people who – may have just heard about Reiki and, you know, energy healing and holistic healing, but they don't really know exactly what it is. I think this is going to be really great for people to learn and to learn from you. And I'm just really excited that Allie could introduce me to you and that in a way through you, I got to start doing Reiki myself. So we just are so glad to have you on today with us.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.